Hey everyone, Emily Abadi here, bringing you another episode of Five Minute Friday from Hurdle. I said this on Wednesday of this week. I'm going to say it again. I know I have a lot of new hurdlers, as I love to refer to my listeners, listening to the show. So welcome. I'm so amped to have you here. On Five Minute Fridays, this is what happens. I share a little story with you all, something that's going down in my life. I offer you a thought prompt to take you into the weekend or whenever you are listening to this. And then I share with you some of my content picks, some of my highlights of the week, and finish things off with a listener question. One thing I want to note, also on Fridays, the weekly hurdle newsletter comes out. I'm going to put a link in the show notes so that you can subscribe if you don't don't do that already. This week, I'm chatting about the biggest lessons I learned from my first full year of cycling. I got a road bike last year during the pandemic, and I swear to God, without that thing, I would have been lost. So sharing all my takeaways from a year of cycling, offering up some gear recommendations, and giving you some information as well about the new hurdle sessions that just launched. I'm so excited about this. I've got two on deck. Firstly, a mid-year reset. A lot of us got together back in December and January to talk about our big goals for 2021. And sometimes, you know, life gets in the way. Maybe you're feeling a little stagnant or maybe right now you're feeling super motivated. Whatever it is, why ever you feel as though you need a reset, I'm here. I've got your back. So in that session, I'm going to talk you through how to create an action plan to get the most out of the next six months of the year. And the other hurdle session I have on deck, I couldn't be more amped about. And that's because I am joining joining forces with the ladies from Brave Body Project. I've got Amber Reese and Lindsay Clayton joining me for a hurdle session on, ready for it? So you want to run a marathon. I have run nine full marathons in my life and way too many halves to count. And I get messages all of the time over on Instagram asking for tips and tricks. And so in this session, alongside Amber and Lindsay, both of them also certified run coaches, we are going to dive into all of the particulars and answer all of your questions. The links to register for both of those sessions are in the show notes. Okay, all that housekeeping out of the way now. So this week on 5-Minute Friday, I want to tell you a story about something that happened to me on Tuesday at the track. And I touched on this over on Instagram earlier this week. And when I did, it just, the comments, uh, it, it made it very clear to me that I was striking a chord. So I want to chat about it here. Basically... I just feel like lately, I feel like every day I'm like going to cry any single second. Uh, I think that comes hand in hand with just being in this really big period of transition in my life. In just under three weeks, I'm going to be moving to Brooklyn. I've been living on Manhattan's Upper East Side for 10 years now. And so this is a really big change. Uh, And I'm just feeling really unsettled and a little anxious, understandably so. And trying to have some grace with myself and let myself feel while also like sometimes wanting to like just like pinch myself and tell myself to get over it. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. I go down to the track on Tuesday to run with my run club. And from the get go, I just, I don't know, I felt like I was a little bit in my head. So I get roped into like a pace group that was a little bit faster than I knew that I wanted to run. We were split up into a bunch of different pace groups as we always were. And mine just happened to be one that was running between 7 and 7.30 pace. The thing was, is that I wanted to start 
closer to the 7.30 side of things. And other people wanted to start closer to like the 6.50 side of things. So when you get those two uh, groups of people into one group, it can definitely create a little bit of chaos. Needless to say, by the second lap, uh, we were running, I think the workout was maybe 10 by 600 meters. By the second 600 meter lap, I mean, my group was pacing a 650 mile. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, please let me be your cheerleader. Uh, It just wasn't the right place for me at that time. And so come the third lap, I think, I was just completely dropped. It's not that I don't think that I could have maybe pushed a little bit harder because I do, but I definitely felt as though I was like old Emily young Emily coming last in the 5k struggling to keep up and the farther I fell back the more I got in my head about it I ran a total of nine of the ten and on the 10th one you would think by then I would have gotten over myself a little bit but on the 10th one I ran half of the 600 and crossed that first line and ducked out and I grabbed my change of clothes and went to the bathroom and I just started crying like I just felt so frustrated and like fed up with my own bullshit a little bit. And so I said bye to everyone on the track and I got on my bike and and I'm biking to a cafe that I usually go to on Tuesdays. And it's like on this bike ride that I have a moment where I realize like, why are you getting so wrapped up in something that you weren't even interested in? Like I started that workout and I wasn't even interested in running a 650 pace. I wasn't looking to do that. But when you see other people doing something sometimes, you feel as though just because you're not doing that thing, even if it's not something that you wanted, something that serves you, you get a little wrapped up in that and you fall victim or I fall victim to the comparison trap. I get it. I've been there before. And when I realized on Tuesday that I didn't need to run their race, that I just needed to focus on my own, that was a really important moment. That was a moment that I could come back to myself and be proud for what I've done and focus on my own pace, my own accomplishments, and stop comparing. Yeah, I had my moment, but now I'm grateful for that moment because it gave me the necessary reminder that I needed to stay in my own lane do my own work, and the rest is going to fall into place. Prompt for you this week. When was the last time that you got a little bit emotional? And in retrospect, it reminded you of a very important lesson. Again, when was the last time that you got a little emotional? And that, in retrospect, taught you a really important lesson. Highlights of the week, links to all of this goodness are in the show notes. First up, Loving this article from Tamara Pridgett on Well and Good, three of the best neck pain exercises to nix soreness, according to a physical therapist. I feel like these articles are online a lot as a journalist. I can vouch for this. But this one comes with really great videos. And these moves are super simple. I mean, now that we have all been working from home for some time, for the most part. I think it's important to constantly look for ways to better your posture and be better with mobility. And this article will help you do just that. Listen, the Rich Roll podcast, Roll On Notes from Minneapolis. I was I was super interested. After I saw on Instagram last week, 
or two weeks ago that Rich was in Minneapolis uh, the week leading up to the Derek Chauvin verdict. He went there and interviewed a bunch of different people, including a man named Jeremiah Ellison. His episode is out this week as well. And I was super surprised to hear his take on what it was like to be on site at George Floyd Park, as well as his perspective when someone asked him a really important question. What does your podcast do? Take the five love languages quiz this week on Monday uh, in the episode that I recorded with Alex Silverfagan. We talk a lot about our love languages and I got some DMs throughout the week asking me uh, where you could learn that. So I'm including the quiz in the show notes and I'm curious, DM me with what you get. Before I get into this week's listener question, I do want to give some love to my sponsor at Element for making Hurdle possible. For those of you that have never heard of Element before, that's L-M-N-T. Element makes a science-backed electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. And as you can imagine, as an avid runner, cyclist, endurance junkie, I have tried a lot of different electrolytes and different fueling strategies to keep me performing at my best. Without a doubt, one of my favorites of all time is Element. And that's because it tastes great. I'm talking flavors like citrus salt, raspberry salt, mango chili, chocolate salt, so much goodness. Plus, it gives me everything I need. It's that Goldilocks formula of electrolytes to power me through even my hardest workouts. It's also plant-based with no sugar, fillers, gluten, or sketchy ingredients. They have a special offer for Hurdle listeners. Head on over to drinkelement.com slash hurdle. That's drinklmnt.com slash hurdle to get a free Element Recharge sample pack, seven different flavors, absolutely free. All you've got to do is pay $5 shipping. Again, head on over to drinkelement.com slash hurdle to get your free Element sample pack today. And now, a listener question from Brittany. Hi, Emily. My name is Brittany, and I'm an avid hurdle listener. And I know you talked a lot about, during the height of the pandemic, giving yourself that grace. My question is, how do you maintain giving yourself that grace as things seem to pick back up and everyone starts to get in the full swing of the hustle and bustle? Thank you. What a good question. Thank you for that. Uh, it's It's really important that you are realizing and recognizing the importance of maintaining that grace with yourself as time goes on. Yes, the last 14 or so months have been extremely difficult and they have required a lot of grace from all of us on just being gentle with ourselves and our emotions as some of even the most what seemed as though basic everyday tasks started to feel just so much more difficult, right? And just because, you know, maybe some of us will go back into an office soon, maybe we will be spending more time with friends and family in whatever way we feel comfortable. That doesn't mean that this muscle that you learn to flex, so to speak, of self-care needs to stop being exercised. So the question, to go back to it, how do you keep having grace with yourself? Well, that's really up to you. And maybe having grace with yourself 
in the next year will look different than it did over the past year. And that's okay. But to prioritize your own self-care is not selfish. It is critical to keep moving forward. Have honest conversations with yourself about what is it that you need to best show up on a day-to-day basis. Have the courage to put yourself first. It's important. It's a theme I talked a lot about with Alex this week, and you'll be better for it. The last thing that I want to throw your way is that next week on the show is five back-to-back episodes, a special in-focus series on motherhood leading up to Mother's Day. I'm going to be talking to some wonderful humans, including Steph Bruce, Tunde Oyanane, Rachel Nix, Sarah Larson-Levy, Annie Thorisdotter, and my lovely mother, Dina Abadi, (laughs) all about motherhood and lessons that it has taught them. And note, not all of these women are mothers. I'll be sharing a really special conversation with Tunde that we have about the impact that her late mother left on her and how that hurdle moment has shaped her to be who she is today. That's a wrap on season five of the show as well. Stay tuned. Season six is on the horizon, and I am so excited. Make sure you're following Hurdle over on social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>